0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals.
1: And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, feel free to head on over to our radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Today's episode, we're going to focus on an issue that many retirees are faced with. Should they rent or own a home during retirement? Well, what I'd like to also do at this time is welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Man, I'm doing great, Corey. I've had a
0: great week and uh, just uh, spent a lot of time last weekend with the family, which was always fun and just got a lot of work done. So I feel like I've
1: accomplished a few things this week. How about you? Yeah, been actually doing, doing, uh, doing great, you know, uh... It's getting actually a pretty bit, you know, fall's always always a busy time of the year to, to meet with clients and prospects. And uh, you know, of course we're always you know, constantly doing that as well as uh, you know, falls here, football seasons in play, and uh, you know, it's really a great time of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Enjoyed uh always enjoy watching some sports on the weekend too. Now, uh, what are we talking about on the show today? We're talking about um uh, renting versus owning—I uh, think that's going to be an interesting show. I mean, downsizing housing, uh, rent or sell—these uh, are always topics that come up with uh, retirees and future retirees, isn't it?
1: It is, Tony. You know, and and let's face it—you know, when we we start talking about you know your shelter or where you live, you know, it's one of the most important necessities, you know, in retirement. Um, but this discussion is about more than just where they. You know where to rest your head we're really going to examine some of the options and issues discussed in a recent um, investopedia.com article retirement living renting versus home ownership with the goal of helping inform your personal retirement housing decision but the article provides a few things to think about when making you know renting or home ownership decisions including you know you know first of all you really need to understand what your budget is how how our tax is really going to impact that budget and do you have an emergency fund to weather the risks of unexpected home ownership costs? And lastly, you know, how flexible do you really need to be in retirement, you know, where you live?
0: Well, great questions and obviously important ones. So uh, with all that in mind, where do we start?
1: Well, you know, Tony, we're going to start by talking about a budget. I know a lot of people don't like to hear it, but, you know, once you get into retirement, that's something that you really need to be able to focus on. Um because this is really more than a question of monthly rent and monthly mortgage. You know, mortgage interest and property taxes on your primary residence are tax deductible and can provide an additional value. Monthly rental payments are not tax deductible. So I recommend working with your financial service you know, professional like myself. It's really going to help determine the additional monthly value your mortgage interest and property tax deductions can provide. You may be surprised at how much they actually can be worth. Now, while home ownership may be more valuable than renting due to tax benefits, it does have some potential financial drawbacks as well. So these most often appear in the form of unexpected expenses, such as appliance repairs or replacements. You know anything along that line? Because let's face it, you better have a, you know, a little bit of a uh, little bit of a nest egg, or or you know, in order to pay for some of these things, you know, while you're in retirement.
0: Well, yeah. And obviously broken, broken appliances can be really expensive. You need to have some uh, emergency funds on hand to replace those, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, Tony, broken appliances, you know, they really can be expensive. You know, in in addition, you know, changes in the housing market and even insurance premiums and deductibles can be expensive as well. So when, when one of these costs pop up, you know, you're on the hook for the bill. When renting, Those are the landlord's responsibility. However, one thing that may impact both renters and homeowners is inflation. You know, rent, taxes, insurance costs, and utility rates are likely to increase over time, just like, you know, anything else as well.
0: Sure. Uh, What are some other things, though, that we should be considering?
1: Well, I would also say, Tony, flexibility and financial liquidity are two other factors you'll want to consider when making this housing decision. You know, one of the benefits of being a renter is that you have the opportunity to make a quick move. You know, lease terms are often, you know, you know, they usually range from six to 12 months, but some landlords prefer or allow month-to-month leases. Now, if you decide that you're going to move at the end of your lease, you simply need to follow the terms of your agreement. Often this means notifying your landlord of your plan 30 to 60 days in advance, you know, before you do want to move out.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, that might be a nice option if you want to move quickly.
1: It certainly can be, Tony. You know, however, that flexibility can also be a double-edged sword as well. You know, there is a possibility that you may, you know, even have to move even if you don't want to. Your landlord could decide to sell the property, or rent may increase to a point that is outside of your budget. So there are some um, sites that have, you know, rent control policies that don't allow landlords to raise rent whenever they want. However, according to a recent article from the Brookings Institute, is rent control making a comeback, which is available at brookings.edu, these are not as common as they, you know, they were in earlier decades.
0: So rent, basically rent could go up over time or your landlord could, could choose to sell the property and kind of out from under you, both could lead to substantial changes that would be needed, right? That's
1: That's correct. Tony, and another, another thing really to consider is the benefit of having less responsibilities around the house. You know, some rental options are going to include membership in a homeowner's association. A recent article from Investopedia.com, Nine Things to Know About a Homeowner's Associations, breaks down some of the things you should keep in mind. One that jumps out immediately to me is the fact that fees for these um, homeowners association or HOAs can vary wildly. It cites a recent TRULA uh, study, which found that monthly fees averaged $331 per month in the United States. The lowest fees were found in Warren, Michigan, just north of Detroit, where they only average about $218 per month. And the highest fees, as you might have guessed, come from New York City at $571 per month. Mm. So you can imagine how these fees could adversely impact your monthly housing budget. So it's very important to keep these and other fees in mind when looking at the true cost of renting.
0: Yeah, this is good stuff and it's important to take into consideration all these different factors uh, when thinking about uh, renting is there any th- or owning versus owning is there anything else that jumped out to you from that article?
1: Yeah, Tony, you know, another important thing mentioned in the article deals with insurance responsibilities. You know, depending on city and state laws, you may be responsible for insuring certain items or areas. As an example in Florida, the renter has the responsibility to insure any personal property inside their apartment, condo, or home. This would include appliances, flooring, cabinets, and more. On the other hand, the HOA is responsible for any common property, including every part of the building you know, up to the unfinished drywall. So these detailed rules vary from location to location. So it's going to be a good idea to thoroughly investigate those details so you have a full idea of what you're responsible for and agreeing to you know, before you sign that lease.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Our time is just about up for this first segment, though. We should probably take a quick break here. Corey, do you have anything else before we do?
1: Yeah. You know, Tony, preparing for retirement, it's an important part of your financial process. Now, if you liked what you heard today, be sure to go to our website at safeharboroh.com, and you can head over to our radio page, check out past shows, we want to be able to make sure that we're really helping you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And the best way to do that, you know, is to make sure, you know, before you make a decision on this, or even if you um, have any, you know, developed a financial plan yet, is give us a call at 614-760-0670. You can just reference the show, set up a complimentary, no obligation meeting with me. We can review this, you know, or, or even review your financial plan to make sure that you are on on track to have the retirement that you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, that sounds great. A good offer. Once again, Corey
0: and listeners stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of financially fit radio and our host Corey Sickles or by calling us at 614-760-0670.
1: Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, feel free to head on over to our radio page, you can check out past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. That one's sure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now today, we've been talking about some retirees, how they must really decide between renting or owning a home in retirement. In the previous segment, we talked about some of the benefits of renting and owning a home. Flexibility and liquidity You know, really was what we really discussed in our first segment.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people out there Corey have preconceived notions about what's better, uh, renting or owning a home in retirement. And uh, there are a lot of different factors that maybe people aren't thinking about. And so uh, you made a great point about how it can be beneficial to be able to get out of a lease quickly. That's a biggie, isn't it?
1: Exactly right, Tony. You know, it may not be as easy, you know, to get out of of the home ownership, right? But the process of preparing a home for the market often involves upgrades that can include appliances, paint or landscaping. You know, photos of the home is going to need to be taken. There will also likely be an open house and many showings. So once you receive an offer, there's that possibility of price negotiation. So if an agreement is reached, then, you know, you move on to mortgage and title companies, inspections, earnest money and more. Now, according to Zillow.com article, what's the average time to sell a house? The average time for a house to sell is going to vary from 36 days in San Jose, California, all the way, you know, to more than 160 days in Ocean City, New Jersey. And remember these are median averages, so that's simply the middle of, of the range of days. Many sellers may spend, you know, much more, you know, time on the market here in the Columbus area, you know, depending on, you know, of course where you live. But but probably the big the big difference is you know in in Columbus right now if it's under $400,000 houses are selling pretty quickly. If your house is above that, it can, you know, it's a little bit more time consuming. So it's something to always to take in consideration before putting your house on the market. Yeah. And there are a lot of different things to
0: be considered. Uh, But I mean, wow, under 40 to over 150 days is a huge range
1: that it could take to sell a home. It is, Tony. You know, that's because there are so many variables that come, you know, into play. You know, Zillow breaks down some of the key points in the home selling process. You know, one is you have to list and show it, then you got to wait for all the offers. You have to accept the offer. You have your home inspection, you know, your counter offer after the inspection, possibly. And then finally, you have to be able to close.
0: Yeah, obviously, that's critical right there. Um, what does the article estimate for the listing and showing process?
1: Well, Zillow lists the average amount of time a home is on the market as 68 days. They also mention that the standard is closing within 30 days. So they estimate the average nationwide time for the list, show, and offer point is roughly 38 days. So this is easily the longest you know, time period of any of the five points of the process. You know, even accepting an offer comes with some time considerations. Most offers are submitted with an you know, expiration the offer could expire after 24, 48, or even 78 hours. Then you move on to step three, which is the home inspection. Now, the timing of the home inspection is going to depend on the agreement between the seller and the buyer. Zillow cites that the typical home inspection will take place within five to ten days from the date that the offer is accepted. However, in some markets, home inspections may be waived to expedite the sale of the home. And I think right now, if you if you're in the right place here in Columbus, you know a lot of times you. you the, you know, buyers are buying it right now as is. Oh, wow. Yeah, because in my
0: experience, Corey, I've bought and sold a couple of homes. Uh, in my day, uh, home inspections can lead to surprises.
1: I mean, that's very true, Tony. You know, that's one reason that it can be dangerous to waive those inspections. You know, often the home inspection is going to lead to the next step in the process, which is that counter offer. Now, there may be things discovered during the inspection that required an adjustment to the purchase agreement. Things like, you know, building code violations or previous water damage, an older than expected appliance, or even issues with electrical wiring may impact that value of the home. So this renegotiation process usually takes a couple of days, and hopefully the sale will continue. Now, occasionally, inspections uncover issues that lead to a cancellation of the purchase agreement, and the home returns to the market. Sure.
0: And the last key point of the process is,
1: is obviously the closing then, right? That's that's right, Tony. You know the closing is the last step of the process, and often, you know, that average time to close is 30 days. So this gives the lender, the title company, and the you know the county records, you know, uh, you know, the, the, it gives them the time really to complete all of the required due diligence and paperwork. But you can speed up the closing timeline by accepting a you know full cash offer. However, in my opinion, full cash offers are rare when it comes to home sales. Um, so again these are just some things to, you know, to consider when you, when you are trying to close.
0: Yeah. And closing can be tricky too. You want to make sure you know what you're doing and you're not paying too much in fees. Uh, and obviously have to take into account the time. Uh, sometimes arranging a closing, uh, can take time as well. If time is a factor. Now, this has been a great discussion so far, Corey. And I know a lot of our listeners out there, a problem may have experience with buying or selling homes, but in retirement, like you've said earlier in the show, in our first segment, uh, things can come up. You might have different requirements. You might have to move quicker uh, than you did, uh, you know, when you're in your working years, you have time, you have some flexibility, uh, your income's different. Uh, In retirement, it may not be that way. Uh, It depends on your personal
1: situation, right? It does depend on your personal situation. And you know, when I when I talk to a lot of my clients out there that are going through that selling process right now, you know, the big decision is is especially if you don't know where you're going to live, right? But you put your house on the market, you really have to understand that you might have a you know a buyer very quickly. You might have to react, you know, pretty quick in order to, to a to sell your house. But more importantly, now you have to deal with now I need to move in, or if you're buying another house even for that for example, you have to try to time all that stuff right. And it's not always the easiest thing to do. And you might end up being a situation before you move into your new house is you might have to go out and rent something anyway, depending on how quick your house does sell. So the article mentions a lot of things that you would expect. Save more even after you're done working, make a budget, prepare for unexpected health care costs in retirement.
0: Well, and those are common things we expect to hear about when we're talking about retirement.
1: That's absolutely right, you know, Tony. You know, but today I really want to focus on a few unexpected lessons. You know, retirement can be a great opportun you know, really a great opportunity to build and deepen relationships. However, a new schedule, lifestyle and changes in status can cause strain as well. So one of the tips mentioned in the article deals with the relationship between partners. You know, retirees recommend that you make sure that both partners are on the same page. So this could relate to where you live and what kind of lifestyle you want. You know, deciding to move to a new home may feel adventurous. But what happens if one you know, partner decides it isn't for them? So it may be a good idea to really clearly define potential options if attitudes change, especially when you're in retirement.
0: Yeah, and I imagine they can change. Dreams, you know, they don't always go uh, as we expect them to. And retirement dreams are no different. I believe it's best to have open communication just in case.
1: You know, it, it's exactly right, Tony. And with any, you know, interpersonal relationship, communication is, is key. It's really probably the number one thing that you need to have with, with, you know, with your partner. But another suggestion from the article is to create an activity jar where each spouse or partner contributes ideas. So it may be important to create a me time as well you know, suddenly spending every waking hour together after years of workday separation, it can be a big adjustment. And I've, you know, I've definitely have had that conversation with many of my clients. So in my opinion, it's also very important to work out, you know, how things around the house are going to change during retirement. You know, how will the, your roles adjust? Is there a schedule for cleaning or yard work that needs to be changed? How will meals be prepared? While some of these things may, you know, already be established, having that clear conversation of expectations is going to be very valuable as well.
0: Yeah, it's going to be huge. Uh, you know, what is another thing then that the survey respondents wish they had known before retirement?
1: Well, you know, Tony, it really can be important to have relationships outside of your spouse or partner. You know, Friendships can be an important part of retirement. One surveyed retiree suggested finding a group of people who share similar interests and hobbies, perhaps a weekly golfing group or cribbage game. They also mentioned that you may want to find someone of the same age and financial status as well. So basically, friendships are important in retirement as well, right? Yeah, Tony. You know, making friends isn't quick or easy. So according to a study from the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships from March of 2018, how many hours does it take to make a friend? It takes quite a bit of time and effort. The study surveyed 429 online volunteers who had recently moved to a new city. The participants were asked about someone they'd met, you know, that they actually met recent and how they felt about that person and the amount of time they'd spend with them. So the research suggests that it takes three to nine weeks to transition from really an acquaintance to a friend. So that's a lot of time to put in. So be careful, you know, when experiencing negative feelings about. Not making friends right away when your location or lifestyle state you know changes because it does take time you know to build that rapport with with, with people.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does take time to build up friendships, and uh, I think that it can be tempting to get down when things don't happen as quickly as we want them to.
1: Yeah, you know it can be very very valuable to remember what you know the great UCLA you know basketball coach John Wooden once said: "Good things take time, as they should." We shouldn't expect good things to happen overnight. Actually getting something too easily or too soon can really cheapen the outcome. Ah,
0: our words have never been spoken. That's so true. A great quote, and actually from one of the better coaches ever, right?
1: Yes. I mean, yeah, John Wooden was an awesome yeah. coach. And, uh, you know, uh, that kind of leads us into our last tip, you know, from the marketwatch.com article, Tony. What I wish... I knew when I retired, deals with time management. So those surveyed recommend having a set plan, not only for your finances in retirement, but also for your time. You know, work has likely taken up a large part of your waking years before retirement. So after you retire, you may find yourself with too much time on your hands and not enough to do. So those free hours, you know, can lead to boredom, loneliness, or even, you know, spending that you really, even should, you know, really shouldn't be doing as well. So in my opinion, having a written plan for both your finances and your free time can be especially valuable. It can take a bit of time to organize, but it's going to, you know, it will be the beginning of time well spent. And, you know, for my most successful, you know, clients in retirement, they're the ones that are the busiest. And I know that they're, they're actually out there trying to plan their day or plan their weeks in advance.
0: Right. And you know what? We're out of time. It just flew by. For this week's show a lot of great information is there anything you want to add before we go today
1: yeah tony you know if our listeners out there like what they heard today be sure to go to our website at safeharboroh.com head over on our radio page check out past shows you know at safe harbor retirement group and wealth advisors we truly provide you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation Now, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate to give us a call at 614-760-0670. If you'd like to, feel free to just give us a call set up a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. We can discuss today's topics, or we can even you know, give you that second opinion on your financial plan just to make sure that you're going to have a successful retirement. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Join us again for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit
0: Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. presentation